Skivvies.com is the men's underwear authority, offering over 20 top brands of sexy men's underwear, including Daniel Alexander, Covermail, Good Devil, Cocksocks, Intimen, Agacio, Secret Mail, and much more. Since 2000, Skivvies has proudly sold more than a million pairs of sexy and comfy underwear and swimwear. They're proudly shipping to more than 100 countries and ship most orders the same day. Customer service is available seven days per week. Their customers love their bikinis, jock straps, thongs, and we know you will too. Skivvies would love for you to try their undies risk-free. Just pay for shipping. Go to skivvies.com slash collection slash foulmonkeys and use the discount code foulmonkeys to claim your free pair. This promotion is only valid for first-time customers. However, for repeat customers, use the code FALMONKEYS20 to save 20% off your order. Dear Chicago Drove to Chicago Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay, 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 gay. Oh, are you listening in Florida? Because we said gay. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> out of chicago illinois in the andersonville area and, and west hollywood california um Ooh. ricky is still in mexico so he will not be joining us today um but yeah we're here and we've got some actually i've got some really kind of disgusting stories to tell um, um what where what episode <laughs> 993 993 i think the last one was 992 it's okay yes, if we don't right. get the number right because the, the listeners don't care. <sighs> but anyway, I know. So not like it, Ricky's gone anyway. Uh, exactly. So you know how I, I was telling you about um, on last episode about that guy that I met in Florida, the one that I got along with. So he was telling me a story. Mm-hmm. I told you that he was telling me about you know the Berlin bathhouses are amazing and they're so much fun. But he was telling me about somebody <laughs> that. Wow. Went into a room with somebody and they started giving them head and then they pulled back the foreskin and a piece of corn fell out of the foreskin. Shut up. (laughs) No. And I was like, nah. He goes, no. He swears to God. That's what happened. A piece of corn was trapped in the foreskin and he pulled it aside. And I'm like, wait a minute. He goes, yes. He, He fucked somebody that corn. When did I have corn? And it got stopped in the foreskin oh my god oh <laughs> ew oh how oh i can't even imagine what that might smell like didn't he smell it i don't think so you're in berlin baby <laughs> i don't know i've never oh. been to berlin. but also he told me he said he's like have you ever like swallowed and immediately had to take a shit and i was like no He's like, no, it's a thing. He's like, I read up on it. He's like, you know how sometimes you see stories where like women are allergic to their like husband's sperm and like they can't get pregnant and they like break out and stuff. He's like, I think that's what it is. He's like, you swallow and your body's like, nope, get this out. So you have to like poop it out. 
I was like, you're ridiculous. I've never heard that before. And I don't think I ever will for someone again. So he's talking about like swallowing like cum. Like yeah, he swallowed their cum. And then like 30 minutes later, his tummy's rumbling. I said, tummy, God. He's like, my stomach's rumbling. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to shit. Like take a shit right now. I was like, wow. I I don't think that's a thing. I know that like you can be allergic to semen. I know that mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, that's real. Like, I, I, I'm aware of that, but I don't think, mm, I don't think sucking some dick and swallowing is going to make you have to poop. <laughs> I don't think that's real. I'm going to, he believes, I it. don't know. If anybody out there is a scientist and would like to provide a case study where you've experienced this. Um, give us a deep dive. In, give us a deep dive into this. He also said sometimes, you know, he's like, I'm real careful about who I rim. He's like, cause they don't do the same thing where I rim. I'm like two, two or three days later, he's like, Oh, my stomach. And like, you know, I'm like, cause you got a parasite. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, Neil, yeah. you're ridiculous. And it's making me laugh hard. Yeah. I think that's definitely happened to me in the past <laughs> i know I've been was, like oh there was one time in providence and i went to the bathhouse which has such potential and it was just dead this one guy there like in rhode island yeah um and okay. yeah the downtown rhode island has like eight gay bars in their downtown neighborhood they have this huge bathhouse right across the street basically from the theater but it's just not that busy anyway this one guy um, really hot. And like, I was like, oh yes, I'll partake in this, you know, group oral. And so like, I was giving him head and he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he like shot down my throat. And I was like, whatever, it's fine. But then like a day later, I was like, uh oh, I think I'm about to get sick. And sure as shit, like three days, three, four days later, I got some kind of virus that I was like sick, sick, sick. And they, the Radio City stage managers were so mean to me. They were like, I said, I need to like take the weekend off or I'm going to get everybody sick. And they wouldn't let me do it. He said, nope, we need you. And sure as shit, I got every one of them sick because he wouldn't let me stay at, in the hotel room and just like recover. But anyway, um, yeah. That's what you get for swallowing some strange dick. That's what you get, you know, sometimes, sometimes you get it. Yeah, it's the same thing as like, would you just, I mean, I was going to say, would you just let somebody spit in your mouth? But there are plenty of our listeners that would. We're not judging. <laughs> not, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just Some saying. of y'all is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I can't, I don't want spit or anything like that. No. I'll pass. I'll pass. I'm sure I've told this story before. No, I'm not going to tell it. It's gross. <laughs> but I'm sure I've told it. I, in Pittsburgh, I hooked up with this guy who wanted me to finish on his face and then make out with him. (laughs) And I was like, I'm, you know, what was that, like early, mid-20s? Sure, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I don't know. I don't think I'll like it, but I'm game. I'll try things. And I did, and I was definitely like, <gasps> like a couple of times. Like, I, I definitely gagged. Um, and it was just not for me. And then 
it turns out, like, we were talking after, and he went to high school with somebody I had, like, dated, but he wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. He, like, had a full-ass meltdown. and was like, you can't tell anybody about this. I'm not out. I'm, I, I, this never happened. And, yeah, that's not something I usually do. That's, that's not what I'm into. And I was like, mm, buddy, like, that was a pretty specific request. Right. So I feel like you've either been thinking about that a lot or it's not your first rodeo. Right. And also, I'm pretty sure that people you went to high school with, A, don't care, and B, probably no. <laughs> I mean. But your face looked beautiful. I mean, your face looked beautiful after all the making out with the gum all over your face. It had a little oh youthful God. glow. Youthful glow. I don't need no youthful glow. I got good skins. <laughs> So I we, am, I'm, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, I was going to say, I, um, I think I'm, I am breaking out a little bit like on my one chin, but that's also because I shaved my face and immediately put fucking makeup on it. So mm. you're supposed to put moisturizer on before you put on makeup. Oh, I put on moisturizer. I do, but still it's, I sweat my fucking ass off in this show. Did I tell you that the director was like, well, you could just do what drag queens do and put deodorant on your face. And I'm like, mm, do you see this porcelain skin? I'm uh, not trying to think, ruin that. I think I'm going to pass on that. Um, But it was very much like, well, you're the only person that's sweating on stage. And I'm like, that's because I'm old and fat, ma'am. <laughs> also, I have working. the most heavily choreographed number. And I'm working this oh, stage. My chubby ass is jumping all over that stage. <laughs> oh my God. I have to, before we move on. Um, so I obviously, as I've talked about, have to keep my hole shaved Yes, on my head. And we are not gluing the toupee on, thankfully, but we have this toupee tape mm-hmm. that has worked beautifully. Like literally just like two pieces. I don't have to worry about anything. It doesn't sweat off. None of the above. Well, we're running out. And apparently toupee tape isn't particularly easy to come by. I don't know if that's like right now, if it's a seasonal thing or what the fuck. But there's not a lot left. And there's some leftover tape from the last show that I was in where somebody had like a fake beard and eyebrows that they had to like take off on stage. And so they had that, use this like slightly smaller tape to tape that on. And so yesterday the director was like well just kind of try a mix of the two or just try to put a bunch of the like smaller tape on and just see how it goes so I was fine 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 throughout most of the show my role is essentially the male lead and never leaves the stage except for like maybe twice like start to finish I leave for uh, Chip's Lament, my unfortunate erection, and then I leave um, at one other point just for like a minute for another scene, and then I come back on stage. Well, halfway through the show, I started to feel that fucking wig creeping down on my forehead. It was just like, I was like, hmm, something feels different. And I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's just sitting on my head at this point. I have sweat off all the adhesive. It is just on me like a little fucking hat. It was just like a furry yarmulke just sitting right on top. <laughs> you were getting and, more and more bangs uh, as it moved forward. Right. 
And I could tell because I wear fake glasses on stage and I could see the hair like creeping into the frame. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? And this is, I realized this right before the big like final number that's just like me and the uh, Olive character. And I'm like, I can't move my fucking head like hardly at all or this motherfucker's gonna come flying off. And we have... And this is before there's a there's a pas de deux, like a like a dance mm-hmm. between the two of us, and I have to fucking like lift her and like do all of this shit. It's not a hard dance, and I'm not particularly skilled, but um and thankfully it stayed on, and I swear to god, I was like, everybody in the audience can see. The whole cast is all looking at me like I look like an asshole, and I'm in the back of my mind, I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? What the fuck am I gonna do? And there's been a running joke because the very last number after like there's like an epilogue situation and then we sing like another version of the opening song and then there's bows. So during the other version of the opening song, there's a line where it's just the men and they say, look, our hair is thinning. And the whole time everybody's like, oh, my God, it would be so funny if you pulled off your wig. It would be so funny if you just like took off your toupee. And I'm like, I can't because it's lit. It's like super taped down. Mm-hmm. Well, yesterday... I was like, if I'm ever going to do it, today's the day. So I fucking ripped off my wig <laughs> right on that lyric, and people screamed. <laughs> and the cast was losing it, and thankfully, like, the show's pretty much over at that point. But they were like, <gasps> it was. Oh you'll have good. a note. You'll have a note about that today. Oh, we you don't get do. notes during the run because we're professionals. You still get notes. You can get notes during the run as a professional. It's got to to be done by half hour. No. Mm -mm. No (laughs) notes during the run. It's not how real life works, baby. That is how real life works. What are you you trying to tell me how real life works? (laughs) Like I ain't been in the business. (laughs) You can still get notes up to half hour. After that, they got to get out of your dressing room. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. <laughs> my if show's open, frozen. My my show's frozen. I don't take notes. <laughs> if it's open, that's it. Well, you can get notes for tech. Well, get notes. Goes. You can get notes throughout the room. Don't be coming up in my dressing room and giving me character notes, <laughs> unless something like completely went off the fucking rails. Like if I, I don't shit my pants on stage, and then wiped it all over like then fine give me a note about that but don't be like oh i really didn't believe you in act two scene four like fuck you no Mm -mm. get up out of here oh god anyway change the subject we both found out that we have something in common that we had no idea we both got directions from pimps or hoes well we oh my god yes that is uh accurate that is true and these prostitutes gave the best directions yep i've ever had tell yours and i'll tell mine um so we drove to new york city in college to see a bunch of shit on broadway off broadway whatever um and i drove my beat ass 1998 Ford Contour that I bought from my mom that had the airbrush purple Lisa license plate. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
so from like where my college was like slightly north, like an hour and a half north ish of Pittsburgh. So from there, I don't even know how many hours, eight, nine hours, stopped in the middle of Pennsylvania, drove all the way up. And to get into New York, the way we came, we had to go through New Jersey. And of course, I took wrong turns. I was literally like 19. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. And using uh, maps and because I we didn't have we didn't have Google Maps. Right. I'm pretty sure I had a printed out like map quest. Google didn't even exist. It was a map quest thing. Yeah. Because um, we didn't have smartphones and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got lost in Jersey City. <laughs> Which is kind of rough if you haven't been to Jersey City. Mm-hmm. It's a little sketchy. Um, so I'm like, I I don't know. Like, we can't figure out how to get back on the highway or even where an entrance is. We are, like, super lost in some fucking, like, warehouse district. Real sketch. And I'm like, I don't care. We need to ask people for directions now because we're just driving around in a fucking circle. So... And this had to be at like maybe four or five o'clock. So I guess in the morning or in the afternoon. Oh, like like afternoon. Okay. So I'm assuming that's why there were so many um, ladies of the evening out because I think commuters maybe stop for for some some snacks on the way home. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they were there were a lot of uh, sex workers out and about. So I pulled over and I wound down my window and they gave me the like, hey, baby, sort of situation. And then they saw me and two like 20 something girls and my faggoty ass like, hi, um, we're just really looking for directions. I'm so sorry to bother you. And she was like, oh, girl, no, I got you. And like broke it down, like gave me rights, lefts, landmarks like estimated like mileage and shit like they were fantastic so helpful and they were like oh my god like if you do get lost and you end up back here just look for us and it was just really the friendliest directions the the most concise clearest detailed directions i've ever received are from prostitutes Mine was similar. So when I was 18, me and some girlfriends at like five o'clock or six o'clock, we're like, let's drive to Dallas, which is about almost three hours away where we were. Let's just go to Dallas and yeah, go see the Hard Rock Cafe. I don't know why we decided that's where we need to go. Anyway, we get lost. We get lost. It's like nine or 10 o'clock at night, you know, we're right on the verge of, oh, we're going to miss the, you know, it. So I was like, pull over to this gas station. Let's, uh, I'll go buy a map. So we pull over in Dallas. I get out. Um, my friend, Melissa, who's driving, I was like, you don't have to come in. I'll just get the map. So I go, there's this person standing in line in front of me. And he's like, I need to break a hundred. The guy at the register opens the register, lifts up the drawer, and is like, oh, I don't really have, and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to get, we're going to get killed. (laughs) So in comes this uh, black gentleman, and I didn't know he was a pimp then, but he's got like like these two or three women with them, and then they start talking, and then I hear her go, I'm going to get some condoms, and I was like, oh, okay, so anyway, I said, I need a map, so I point to it, he gives it to him, (laughs) 
So the guy, the pimp comes up, he goes, can you break a hundred? He goes, oh no. He's like, I'll buy some stuff. And then that's when she's like, I'll go get some condoms. And then I don't hear it, but my friend said she heard the lady go, <laughs> ribbed. We don't need no ribbed wins, daddy. And uh, so <laughs> I, I bought, yeah. So my friend goes to the car. I buy the map. I walk out and the pimp is leaning in the window talking. And I'm like, oh shit. So I get in the passenger seat and I hear him go, now, when you get to this, do this. And he's giving us directions and Melissa's writing them down and they're very explicit. And he's like, do this, do this. And he goes, okay, now y'all be careful now. Cause there's some crazies out here. Okay. So be careful when you're <laughs> out here. He's like, and we were like, okay, thank you so much. And they went, they got into their little big old Cadillac or whatever they were in and they left, but they gave us good directions. And we were like, oh, thanks. I hope you got some ribbed condoms. <laughs> don't need no ribbed condoms. Ribbed, we don't need no ribbed daddy. Oh my God. I, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, that was a really, I think that was the, the trip that I met Neil Patrick Harris and he told me that he doesn't kiss boys. And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> sure. Jan. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Broadway, Pamela Anderson's going into Chicago. Uh, you are, I did not realize this, such a big Pam Anderson fan. Well, here's the thing. I have always enjoyed Pamela Anderson because I thought VIP was hilarious. That series she did where mm -hmm. she was the detect, uh, the private, the VIP agency where she was like the secret agent. I admire her because she knows her type. She knows exactly what she can mm -hmm. do. She knows what she does well, and she does it. She doesn't try to deviate from it. She doesn't try to grow as an actor. It's just like she knows her type and she sticks with it. So I really think if she's going to do Chicago, she knows she can do it. It's in her wheelhouse. She's probably not the best singer. She's probably an okay dancer. My friend Greg um, puts all the new Roxies, especially if they're celebrities like her, in. And he said before, you know, where they brought in people and they're like, oh, wow, she could not dance it and she could not sing it. And, and, and there's no way she could act it. So like they've, you know, pulled it out. Apparently Elizabeth Berkeley wanted to be Roxy and he goes, we trained for a long time and she could not do it. And I was like, well, that sucks. Cause I think she would have been good. He goes, she, no, she couldn't do it. Um, so I have a feeling just because Pamela knows who she is and what she can do that she'll be decent at it. Yeah. And I just admire her for, for, yeah, for the self-awareness and knowing her type and knowing what she's good and what she's bad at. Yeah, that's fair. I, I've always, I mean, like she's got longevity mm -hmm. and I think she's a lot smarter than people give her credit for. And I've always, I've enjoyed her leaning into her persona and her sort of camp status. So yes. So yeah, I I don't know. I I I don't know what she's like as a singer or a dancer or even like a mover. Mm -hmm. But I I wish her well. I'm not sure how it's gonna go, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Um so we, go ahead. What oh I was gonna say we were talking about Vanessa Williams. Mm-hmm. Because she's doing, she's doing a new she doing? play doing a called POTUS. Yeah, she did a concert of anything can anybody can whistle, and uh, she's doing anyone a new Broadway whistle. comedy 
um, called POTUS and it's her and Julie White and a bunch of, bunch of different people. Leah yeah. Leah Delaria, who my friend, uh, my friend covered well, in a play and said, Oh God, she used to call in cause she got a hang now. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other person in the cast, and I'm sure that there's some angry fan gay out there who's going to be like, I love her. She's amazing. But Julianne Huff. Oh yeah. I don't get, I don't get her bland white girl appeal. You mean Julianne, Julianne Hogue, right? Derek Hogue, the Mormon. Is it, is it, oh, I thought it was Huff. Huff? Ho, like H-O-U-G-H. Anyway, the, the, the blonde, the blonde Mormon girl from Dancing with the Stars. With the gay brother that pretends yeah. like he's not gay. Oh my God. Well, he said he dated Cheryl Cole and she's like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> he was in the parachute video and uh, he told everybody they were dating and she was just like, what? I, we weren't, we never dated. You filmed a video. And then he had to like backtrack. Um, she was, whatchamacallit, Sandy in the TV Grease, which yeah. I did not like very much. And she was in the Rock of Ages movie too. Which I did not like either. Um, Speaking of people we don't like, we had- I went to the movies to see that. You went to the movies to see that? Yeah, like I paid real money to actually see Rock of Ages in theaters. I have- I've seen Rock of Ages, the musical, like I think four times. Now I didn't pay for all of them, but I saw it for like four times. I've never seen it live and- Honestly, I don't know a whole lot about musical theater in general, which I am consistently being reminded of during this run. (laughs) People are like, well, as a throwback to people just talking too much just to hear themselves talk, um, there's a whole lot of like, well, what role do you think I would play? What musical is right for me? Like, what would you, if you could like dream cast me in something, what would it be? And I'm like, I know like six shows, girl. I don't know. Like... Sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep trying to make us warm up to like a group number. Like we'll do like vocal warm ups as a group mm-hmm. together. It's like a bonding thing. And then when we were doing like tech week, the director was like, oh, it'll be fun. Like I'll, I'll put on like a, like a cast album of something and you guys can all just sing along. And that'll be like a fun, like we can all sing together and dance together. And it's shit that I have heard of, but don't like no no. And fuck what? And you're like, can we put so, on some Tony Braxton? <laughs> seriously, I just don't. I don't know musicals that well. There was one one short day in the Emerald City. Have I talked about this already? I don't think so. I don't know Wicked. I don't I know, either. I know popular, and I know the shit that like. That everybody knows. Girls come to auditions with. Mm-hmm. I know that the the duet, the, the the hold me too fiercely, hold me too tight song, whatever the one that's Alphaba and the other guy, and then Defying Gravity because who doesn't know Defying Gravity, um, and popular, but I don't know the the opening number. I don't know that. I don't really know One Day More from Les Mis. I've seen Les Mis. I've seen it on stage. I've seen the movie, but I couldn't sing along with Les Mis unless um, 
I know on my own. <laughs> and I dreamed a dream. I know I dreamed a dream. And I know I've sung Bring Him Home. Um, so I know that, but that's pretty much all I know. And I know everybody loves the song with the 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 trashy husband and wife, the Tenorius, Sorry, master of the, the house. Yeah, and I I just know that's just something 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 whatever. See, that's it's, how I would sing one day more, one day more. Fla, 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 that's what I would sing backstage. I don't know the fucking <laughs> lyrics. I did the show. I don't know the fucking lyrics. It's like superstar. It's so that's fucking awesome. loud. I don't know any of those lyrics. Yeah. Then they did You Can't Stop the Beat. I like kind of know that a little bit. But that was another one where I was like, dun, 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 uh, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know it very well. So um, so we had a discussion before we can wrap up um, about names we hate. Like not the necessarily oh. the people, but just names we hate. Like I hate the name Dwayne. I just think it's ugly. Dwayne, and it just sounds terrible coming out of your mouth. Dwayne. Uh, yeah, no, I guess I could get behind that. Um, I know of people named Dwayne who go by Dewey. Ugh, terrible. <laughs> That's so hick. That's like I. I bet Ricky knows a lot of Deweys. You know. Oh, yeah, I went to high school at, like, 15. <laughs> I don't like the name Rhonda. I I agree. Although, one of my favorite people here in L.A. is Rhonda, my manager at the library. She's hilarious, but she's exactly what you think a Rhonda is. She's hysterical. But, yeah, I, I agree. I, it's not the best name. It's, it just, I don't, something about looking at an R and an H next to each other turns <laughs> I used to hate the name Chris because like all of like my nemesis were named Chris there for a good 10 years, 15 years. You know what I don't like? Chris with a K. <laughs> Any name that's a Chris that that should be a C, but they changed to a K, the slutty version. Yeah. I went to school with a, a boy named Christopher with a K. Oh. It's like Carl, and, Carl with a K. Why? Unless you're like German, I guess. Because that's how they spell it in German, right? Yeah, they also have corn in their foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Carl with the corn in his foreskin. Carl with a K with corn in a foreskin. Oh yeah, there's there are names that I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. What else? I'm trying to think. I know there's more. Mm -hmm. Brenda. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Brenda. The only Brenda I really need is Brenda from 227 and then Brenda in the Adventures in Babysitting movie. I like Brenda Braxton. Not one of the Braxton sisters. Didn't one of the Braxton not one of the Braxton sisters. No, Brenda Braxton. Brenda Braxton was in Smokey Joe's. She was in Chicago. Um, she's a big Broadway person. What didn't one of the Braxton sisters just die? Yes, and I don't remember which one. It wasn't Tamar. It wasn't Tony. It was like Tamil. Tracy. Tra oh, Tracy. Tracy. Oh. 
R.I.P. Tracy Braxton. Um, what was I just going to say? What were you talking about? The names. Brenda Braxton? Yeah, Brenda Braxton. The name Brenda. You said you don't like it. You said you went to school with a girl named Brenda. Or you know a girl named Brenda. Did I? Yeah, you said you know one Brenda. Uh, Brenda Vaccaro, my... you love her. Oh, I do love Brenda Vaccaro. Brenda <laughs> Vaccaro is great. She is. She's marvelous. Um, I, I know you like to call people out by their first and last name. I don't necessarily, but I will say... Um, I don't mind the name Brooke necessarily, mm-hmm. but it always reminds me of this girl I went to high school with um, because her last name was Trout. <laughs> Brooke Trout. And I've always been like, why, why name your child after a body of water when your last name is a fish? Brooke reminds me of Brooke Shields and Brooke Shields, she's a beautiful doll. God, we used to make fun of that song all the time. I, I used, I, for some reason, I was against Brooke Shields when I was like eight or nine. I don't know why. I was just like, yuck. You were jealous. I don't know what I was. I was just like a bitchy little queeny little kid when I was like, I can't stand Brooke Shields. Gross. Her Barbie doll is ugly. You to be Brooke Shields her doll is prettier than you. her doll is not beautiful. It is no Linda Carter doll. <laughs> Well, we can't all be Linda Carter dolls. That's true. Or the Cher doll. I never went through like a like a wanting to play with dolls phase, although I did play Barbies with Aunt Nicole. Of course you did. And I wholeheartedly remember, and it's probably the wrong, I think it was the peaches and cream mm-hmm. Barbie. Yes. That she had. Um and I remember like the 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 shiny bustier. Mm-hmm. When I played with Barbies with the girls, all I used to like to do is just change their clothes. That's it. Like I didn't get into the storylines of what they wanted to play or anything. I just like dressing them up. Oh, that's cute. I don't remember what I liked really. I, I think I did like the storylines. I think I liked a little bit <laughs> of elaborate um. Did you, direct, watched, did you direct watched, um, did you direct the stories? <laughs> probably. Well, I watched a lot of soap operas as a right. very small child because I hung out with my two grandmothers a lot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I I did a lot of um, inventive things with plot, we'll say. Tell Nicole she's um, doing it wrong. Yeah. No, no, that's wrong. It's got to be like this. No, she was in control. <laughs> control. That's why I wasn't allowed to wear corduroy. <laughs> or man not ever, sandals. You never better wear those man those corduroy shorts in front of her. Because she'll hear that shh, shh and she'll get pissed. Please, I don't shh, shh. I got nice legs. I got a thigh gap. <laughs> oh, male sandals, yeah. I've told the story before about how mom tried to put me in the little Mexican sandals that little Mexican kids wear. And I screamed and threw the biggest fit. They hurt. They hurt. She thought they were so cute. And I was, oh, I hated them. No. Yeah. I remember having like, I think they were from this kid's shoe store called Buster Brown. Mm -hmm. 
I think I had Buster Brown sandals and I was like, Ugh, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, that's all, right. all I got. Yeah, we should wrap this up. Just a reminder that if you have an issue with your Skivvies order, because you're all going to go order your free pair of underwear, that they have a live chat seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to deal with any issues that you may have. Up on that chat. So remember to use our code FOULMONKEYS if you're a first-time buyer. And if you're a second, third, or 69th buyer, use FOULMONKEY20. 69 and feeling fun. There you go. All right, friends. Okay, this is Adam. This is Jerry. Bye. Bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.